to Paper Crown. My name is Morley. I'm a Los Angeles-based street artist, and this is my podcast. might seem a little weird that an artist decided to write dramatic radio-style scenes, but if you're familiar with my street art, you'll know that words are pretty much the foundation of what I do. And I wanted to try my hand at telling stories through a different medium that would maybe be more interesting than what you might expect a podcast by a street artist to sound like. Like my posters, some of these scenes will be funny, some will be sad, some may attempt to be profound, but with the help of the talented actors that will be performing them from week to week, hopefully they will all feel like a little piece of humanity on display, warts and all. The piece you're about to hear is called Suspects and stars Craig Anton. I hope you enjoy Yes, I'd like to check on a claim I made. Pritchett. Terry. Yeah, I can wait. Yes, thank you for speaking with me. Yes, that is correct. March 12th, just like it says on the form. Well, I wanted to check on how it's going and see if I could help at all. Well, no. No, I haven't been contacted, but... Well, that's fine, but... Yes, but... Yes, but are there any leads, at least? Suspects, that type of thing? It's all in the report I made. On the car, yes. It was bright pink. No, the car was black. The paint was bright pink. Well... Like I said, the details are... Yes, the details are in the report. I'd honestly rather not repeat the... It doesn't say it in the report, because I detailed... Yes, I detailed everything in the report I made more than two weeks ago with Officer Gallegos at my condo. He saw the car. Ask him. Fine. It said, Terry Pritchett has a P in his A-hole. A P in his A-hole. No, it was the whole word. I just... Because I don't care to repeat vulgar language, and I certainly don't want it painted across the hood of my car. Has a P in his hay-hole. The P is for pussy. You know what a-hole means, right? Correct. Yes, on the hood. Like I said to Officer Gallegos, I don't know. It's obviously someone who knows me. No, not because it's true, because they used my name. How could it be true, officer? It's not even... Biologically, I mean... Well, I appreciate you being thorough, but I feel like this is all just a big joke to you. And I assure you that it is not to me. Did Officer Gallegos give you the list? The list I made, a list of possible... Yes, of people to question. Yes. Carmichael. Bradley... Carmichael. He was my employee until about six months ago. I manage a grocery store. It's on Virgil, and yes, correct. It was not amicable. He did not leave of his own. Yes, we let him go. 
a number of reasons. The primary one was the terrible music he'd listen to on his breaks. He'd sit in his car and, I mean, you could hear it clear across the parking lot. I'm not a music critic, but it just sounded like sonic vomit to me. Like someone screaming over an amplified belt sander. I'm not saying the two are connected exactly. His taste in music and the vandalism, but I mean, it feels like the kind of person who would want to subject himself to that kind of noise might. I honestly couldn't tell you what they sing about, but I'm sure it's something angry and rageful. You don't scream like that about holding hands with a pretty girl, am I right? Anyway, that's not the kind of impression we want people to have of our employees, even if he did cover up all his tattoos. So one day I asked him for a urine sample. Well, Vaughn's does random drug tests, yes, and I just had a feeling upper management hadn't requested it, and it meant me having to bring the sample to a lab on my own dime. Well, you see, those things can be tricky. People can get clean urine on the internet these days. Express shipping, it's not difficult. So yes, his results were clean, but then I asked for a blood sample and he went through the roof. Clearly, he knew I had him cornered and was probably high on PCP at that very moment. Well, he became irate. He had found out that he was the only employee that I was running tests on and he said it was BS and Yes, but he said the whole, all of it. And I really thought in that moment that he was going to throw a punch. So I took a defensive stance, a judo stance, which is both fists raised, legs scissoring back and forth. You can't be a static target and you can't lock up. So I say, you want some? I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of you. I will knock your dick in the dirt. You want to step to me? Be my guest. But you're not going to like what happens because guess what? I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. And that you won't like, my friend. I just need two hits, I said. Me hitting your dick, your dick hitting the dirt. Well, he backed down, no surprise. Those kids are all cowards anyway. All the screaming and their music can't help them when they challenge a real man, so they tuck their tails and skitter away. After him, there's Candace Boggs. B-O-G-G-S. We dated for around three months. It didn't end well. We had met through an online dating site, and frankly, I'm still considering trying to get my money back. Well, for starters, we were completely mismatched. We just didn't realize it until the 2012 presidential election. At first, we just respectfully disagreed, but by October, things started getting personal. Then, on election night, it really got out of hand. I said some things I regret, but may maybe she would admit the same. Well, you have to understand, officer, it was the heat of the moment. The results were coming in. I was upset, but she was the one who started with the name-calling. She was taunting me is what she was doing, lording her big victory over me like some kind of twisted court jester. I just snapped. I made a few comments about her weight, which she did not appreciate. The truth is, I had been meaning to say something about it beforehand. It comes to a point where you're not helping anyone by not pointing it out. I mean, health-wise. But yes, under the circumstances, it was poor timing on my part. We continued fighting. Things escalated until finally she starts throwing my collection of decorative tchotchkes at me. Lucky for me, she has terrible aim. Not so lucky for the tchotchkes. Tchotchkes, porcelain animals. They were commemoratives from the bicentennial, so obviously not easy to replace or cheap. I'm not proud of the things I said from that moment on. I called her every name in the book. She starts laughing, mocking how I was mourning my collection, and I just yelled, You think it's funny? 
It's not funny. I think you're funny. You fat bee, you stupid fat bee. I hope you die in a fire. I'll be the one laughing then. And all that tubby smoldering flesh will stink up the whole town. And everyone for miles around will wince and say, what in God's name is that terrible smell? And I'll say, it's Candace Boggs. It's Candace Boggs. You think it's not over till the fat lady sings? Well, Candace Boggs is singing, singing the song of pain. Sizzle, sizzle, fatty. We never uh, officially broke up, but I demanded that she pay for the damages in a letter I had notarized. Well, her response wasn't good. She sent me back a notarized letter of her own with the words F.U. written on it. Yes, officer, the whole word typed in bold. I cannot begin to imagine the kind of notary that would authorize such childishness. That's abusive government title if you're looking for something else to investigate. And lastly, Brian Pritchett. Yes, Pritchett, my brother. Brian has always struggled with authority. Even as kids, he was always getting into trouble, shoplifting, underage drinking. He, oh, he, he broke a mailbox once. I don't know if you want to write that down. He was 14, but you know, th that means he has a history uh, of this kind of thing. Anyway, I got a call from him about six weeks ago, and he's in jail. Unpaid parking tickets or some such nonsense. He tells me he needs me to come down and bail him out. Says it's his one phone call, and he needs me to help. I told him that what he needs is someone to teach him about a little thing we adults call responsibility. And then I hung up. I didn't hear from him for eight days, and when he finally mustered the courage to phone me, he had the nerve to unload a vitriolic torrent of filth, which I will not repeat, but needless to say, it included every curse word you can imagine. The F word, the B word, the MF word, both C words. Obviously, I wasn't going to listen to that. Subject myself to that kind of verbal abuse? No, thank you. So I said, Brian, I hope you rot in that jail cell. I hope you have to take a hundred poops in front of a hundred large black men. Because he hates going to the bathroom in front of people. Even as kids, I once saw him leave a party to use the bathroom at our own house and then come back. So I was pushing his buttons, you see. Well... I guess I didn't have to include the fact that the men would be large black men. I was, I mean, really we're just talking about prison demographics. Call it systemic racism if you like, but the vast majority of men in that environment which he would have to poop are more than likely of the African-American persuasion. But that's neither here nor there, officer. I mean, at any rate, then I said, I hope they have two-ply. <laughs> I laughed to myself. He had hung up by then, but you know. I thought it was pretty clever. I haven't spoken to him since. Yes. And for all I know, they could all still be holding grudges. For all I know, they did it together. Bradley, Candace, and Brian, like some kind of cabal or team-up or something. Is it unlikely? Yes. But impossible? I mean, you've probably got statistics on that type of thing, so... Well, thank you. I, I do appreciate that. I gave Officer Gallegos each of their most recent addresses. And you should know that I intend to press charges to the full extent. I will not be made a victim. Thank you again, officer. Good luck finding the culprit or culprits. Let me know when you do. Thank you.
you'd like to hear more, subscribe to this podcast through iTunes or visit papercrownpodcast.com. I hope to have new episodes every couple weeks. Please tell your friends. Craig Anton played the role of Terry Pritchett in today's episode. Theme music by Jim and Sam. Check out wearejimandsam.com for more from them. If you aren't familiar with the other stuff that I do, check out iammorley.com. And I think that about covers it. So thanks for listening. Stay kind. Stay kind.